0: Yeah. Um, Sorry, so I'm fixing my chair. No, you're alright. Um, Can't last die. year, uh, was a very unique year because, um, Tyler actually had the time off. Um, in oh. re- Whoa! <laughs> Floating head! What are you doing? Excuse me. Sorry, I <laughs> left your story. You're gonna have to start that story over again. But I could just cut this. It's fine. Or maybe I won't. Maybe this will be the cold open for the episode here. oh my god that would be really now half of me is gone i'm uh, i'm partly a snowman okay there you go okay good no not good that's still still working on it unbelievable okay Okay. (laughs) i was trying to get my chair to do this now i'm good okay all good okay Um, Everybody, welcome to the finale of Sit Still and Listen with me, your host Beth Cornell, and my sidekick host, Derek Cornell. Hey, everybody, so welcome back to our final podcast of 2020. What a year! Yeah, my god, they could stop. (laughs) I mean, when we started in 2020 doing this, um, it kind of started because of the pandemic and we're still in the pandemic who knew that this is where it was gonna go though you know what i mean yeah right um because when we started this originally it was it was you and i in your bedroom in your house um and we there was a table between us we you had you had bought you'd gone out and bought a table i think and chairs for us to sit on in in your in your bedroom there and we were just we would have tea we'd have tea just, just like we usually do and we just sit and talk and now it's gotten to the point where it's like we're i i have a lighting setup it's like i have a little mini studio i really shouldn't have looked at those lights my goodness um
1: I've, i don't
0: have mine on because i have enough natural light by the end of this though i may have mine on <laughs> i I can't have enough natural light in this room there's like a window and it's up against like my balcony so like i can't yeah i have the sun directly on me right now Mm. as you can see i'm on a beach i mean yeah Mm. of course the sun's on me yeah she she went the uh the way that Everybody kind of wants to spend their Christmas is like on a tropical island. Making... One of these, one of these years I will be on a tropical island at Christmas. Mark my words. And I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a very lovely house. Uh, uh, mom made the joke that, uh, the reason it took me so long to set up this afternoon is because I was decorating this lovely tree that's behind me. It took forever. Yeah. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's not even comparable to the tree in your real apartment. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is in my studio this is this is right. my studio room here so yeah yeah it's, it's look <laughs> my studio room is definitely not my bedroom definitely. that chair looks really comfortable back there too that's nice oh this one here yeah yeah there's there's very, very classic yeah yeah there's a there's a you can't see it because I'm in the way of it but there you go there's a there's a oh, lovely, yeah. lovely little fireplace and I don't know what that is supposed to be some, like some, a mirror or... Art, I think, but like oh maybe art. What else? Yeah, there you go. Oh, I have my Wandering Oaken's uh, big big summer blowout T-shirt on. I don't think you can see it, so I'm going to stand up a little bit. There you go. So, uh, MouseMarketplace.com. They still have a few different sizes. Yeah, if you like, if you like subtle Disney much like myself. Yeah, um, and it's a, it's a super soft, very comfortable tee, I mean. It is I'm really soft, I felt it in real life, I can I can attest. It's it's sized, um, so it's sort of long, and I like that. Yeah, and I'm wearing my um, not so ugly Christmas sweater. Uh, I usually, I do own a really disturbingly ugly Christmas sweater, but unfortunately um, it has green on it, and with green screens it doesn't really play nice. Um, but someone might recognize who this is. <laughs> um,
1: someone
0: might, but I don't. It's a Gretzu. Don't. It's a Gretzu from <laughs> the Netflix series. Um, and I, on the, this is the front of it where she's like all heavy metal and angry. And then on the back of it, it's got her like super sweet face. Um, so yeah, I bought this when we were in Epcot actually in the Japanese district in Epcot and it's super comfy. Like usually with, with sweaters like this. I, like, I can't wear them because my skin is really sensitive and I get really itchy. Um, but this one, it's really comfy. I don't have to, like, wear another shirt underneath it that also has long sleeves. <laughs> so it, it must be made out of something, you know, that is Japanese-based, not American-based. I don't know. It's comfy, though. I bought trouble. it in America. It just it happens to be, like, I but I think Japanese. Japan. Yeah, most of that stuff in that Japanese store was authentically from Japan. That's so. true. Yeah. So. That's where if I got to find people it, are curious. Yeah. Yeah, that store, if you ever just want to shop in Japan, save yourself the flight and go to Epcot. <laughs> no, that's not true. Go to Japan. Uh, yeah, but they have everything from all over Japan in one store at Epcot. Yeah, I but mean, part of the fun is traveling, though. You know, it's not that it, it, uh, it's... It's the journey, not the destination. Come on now. But if you're just shopping, come on, you could shop a lot more at Epcot. Yeah, but then you have to like put it on a plane and take it back. Like you have the same issue. But you don't have no. There's quite a different issue. I beg to differ because (laughs) in Japan you have to carry it all around Japan while you're collecting it up. (laughs) That's true. Your stuff from from Kyoto. Your stuff from Tokyo. Your stuff from. Yeah, my life-size poppy. I saw some shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we did. No- we carried a lot. Nothing was funnier than... I wish I had a picture of it. Um, nothing was funnier than me carrying the life-size Poplio onto the plane as my second carry-on item. And everybody looking at me like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> and all the little kids being like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, it was good. Okay, so to get to our subjects today, we have a few... We are going to talk about Christmas a little bit. but yeah. happy holidays, get, everyone. Happy, happy holidays. Happy holidays. I hope that you're socially distancing. And, you know, we're kind of, we're pro-mask in our family. We're also pro-social distance. If you couldn't tell, we're Zooming with each other. Thanksgiving, we didn't put out a podcast, but I just want to say that we Zoomed with people as far away as Pennsylvania. Yeah, we did. We did. It was. And I mean, we had sort of a little family reunion and we played. Um, what's that game called? I don't know what you mean. We played a game with each other. Oh, um. Ah. Now you got the senior moment too. Yeah, no, I got senior moment. Yeah, no, excuse me. Yeah, um, but it was fun and we learned a little bit about each other. That we it didn't starts know. with a K, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I want to I say Kazoop. <laughs> <so much. laughs> Kahoot! 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 Yeah. You were close. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, she had a little kahoot game i think the best part of it was uh we had um we had everybody there uh for those of you who are familiar with revs gaming uh he's he's my uh, uh he's my boyfriend and he was here in the apartment and then we had uh grandma and grandpa we had um uh your Uncle Tom, yep, your brother and and his wife and their their kid amy or amy of uh, emily oh. even and um uh, Emily has a, uh, it's not a hamster, it's a guinea pig, named Sprinkles, right? No? Right, yeah. And, Sprinkles. And yeah. Uh, you had made a Kahoot question that- <laughs> What is its that, name? What was its name? And she didn't list the name. She, it was like Cupcake or something else. And everybody picked Cupcake because that was like the closest thing to Sprinkle. Because <laughs> 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 I was getting it confused with our rodent pet from long ago yeah i yeah, forgot yeah. its name was sprinkles yeah, cupcake but you me. know i i tried to put questions about it a little bit about you know things that people might not know or might know kind of obscure questions about our family unit and we also had a family close family friend ruthann join us yep yeah her, her daughter would have been there but she was working that evening so couldn't make it but we maybe try that again through the christmas new year holidays day if I can get everybody involved again. Yeah, hey. It was kind of a weird flick that so many people hopped on. I was so- not expecting it, to be quite honest. I had, um, I just gotten off of, um, I-, I just kind of got done with having, uh, Thanksgiving with, uh, Tyler's family, socially distanced outside, mask on, I'm not messing around, um, and we got back, um, and I loaded into the Zoom call thinking it was just going to be you and dad and Ann and potentially Reggie if she didn't have to work. And I load in and I see, you know, my grandma, my grandpa. I was like, what is happening? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of grandma. She yeah. uh, got on her Chromebook and, and clicked Zoom, clicked the link, and there she was. Yeah, that was nuts. That was really, really quite the Thanksgiving surprise. I was not expecting that at all. And neither was Tyler because we loaded in and he just looked at me like how many people are going to be in this thing? Because like we have a really big family. <laughs> it's just like I told like you. It. never, you never see them. They're kind of out of sight. Yeah, know. well because They're they live there. so far away. They live on the other oh, side yeah. of the country to us. So. Right. And I think that, that even if the pandemic wasn't a thing, I think that that needs to still be a thing. Like if you can't make it back, like I feel like that could still probably be a good way to see everybody at the holidays. Well, you know, you know? before the pandemic, we didn't really utilize this technology. We've had Skype for years. Yeah, but we've Skype had, sucks. <laughs> we've had FaceTime. We've had um, through Messenger, you can do video chat in a group. Google Hangouts. Hangouts. Yeah. exactly we've had things where where i think the zoomer generation really embraced it because i remember a while back reggie was crashing her computer because <laughs> they would do chat parties through hangouts and hangouts really couldn't handle more no. than i very much doubt they can now to be honest they'd have like 20 people and they'd just be chatting so fast and and i was like I mean, you could do it through design to do that yeah, maybe, yeah. Because yeah, Discord other. does does uh, FaceTime stuff, and Discord is essentially just a chat server that you can set up yourself. And you but, know. but video chatting is really taken off since the pandemic. And mm-hmm. I think this is kind of a new normal that's going to stick even after the pandemic. Yeah. Because it's so convenient, and also it's going to save companies money. Eventually companies may... Yeah, they'll embrace this because what do you you know? Yeah. That's 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 a flight, that's a hotel, that you don't right. have to spend money on versus getting a green screen yeah. and some lights and boom. And, you right know, um, through my work with e-commerce and small business and things through the years, you know, soft products were really a hard sell through the internet. And I'm talking like clothing and things that you would want to touch before you bought now it's like who gives a shit not so much now yeah we've uh we've adapted to that yeah it's like it's either going to feel good or I'm going to donate it to Goodwill (laughs) you either do that or you send it back you send it back Yeah, yeah the companies have adjusted their ways of doing business with people yeah around those soft goods so now you know and even groceries and fruit and things like that people will order it and go pick it up and you know. Or have it delivered to the house. I mean like I gotta give a or have huge, it delivered, yeah. I gotta give a huge shout out to like Safeway because like they basically saved my saved yeah. my life essentially because Well and now that we're in a high spread again, um They're like doing my, it again for me, yeah. Yeah, and my shopping too is limited to like Trader Joe's and Sprouts where they spray everything with bleach. Yeah constantly. <laughs> it's like you're shopping in a in a fog of bleach. I love it. Yeah. I can't handle the smell of bleach. That's the thing. I worked at Starbucks well, for I, too long. I've always been sort of a germaphobe. And some people know that about me. Uh, I don't like announce it. But I don't know I, how she dealt with me as a child. I think I, was I have been. Covered yeah. either, like dog gunk or like, yeah, dirt. you were messy. Yeah. <laughs> you always had hamster piles and in your I'm room. a 27-year-old adult, and I'm looking. I just at one didn't right go now. in your room. I just didn't go in your room very much. That's awesome. I can say That's I don't have done. any experiments, like lab experiments, in here that like have gained sentience. Like, there isn't like a like a 900-year-old bagel with cream cheese in here. That's know, good. That has grown a small colony, and they've they've reached space exploration levels of of sentience. <laughs> exactly. So we got off track. What were we talking about? Oh, mm-hmm. Christmas, Christmas. yeah, yes. However, before we get really deeply more into that subject, I'd like to talk about the Mandalorian finale. <laughs> She's been dying. She's been dying. So if you have not seen the Mandalorian, um, yes. I will put it I will put a time code right below me and you can I don't know if you'll be able to click it and skip ahead, but you could just click the time thing and skip ahead to where we're not going to talk about it anymore. Because I think everybody who is interested in watching The Mandalorian and just hasn't made it that far or hasn't started the series yet, please, please do not spoil this for yourself. I had it spoiled for me literally hours before I saw the episode and I wanted to like blow my brains out. I was so upset. Um, So please skip ahead to the time right here. We'll stop talking about it then. Pinky swear. Okay we don't we, don't, uh, we are a spoiler free zone when we can be and i'm a wholehearted believer that that spoilers are bullshit i hate them so much <laughs> so please what, please please but without further ado spoilers spoilers <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that um, show is so fucking good oh my god <laughs> i didn't think i okay i kind of hoped it was going to be luke skywalker i'm going to admit when he, when they said he could call out and, uh, and he would be answered by He's a Jedi. There. He was there. I thought time. of one of two scenarios. Luke Skywalker or every Jedi in the whole quadrant was going to come. Well, they were, all, like, they were all dead. That's the thing. Because it's right mm. after. Because here's the thing. Canonically speaking, because of um, Ahsoka Tano being there, she watched Anakin Skywalker, i.e. Darth Vader, become Darth Vader in the... Um, in the yeah. uh, Phantom Wars or the Clone Wars show, uh, in the animated show. So she saw that. She saw that and was like, oh shit, I'm a Jedi. He isn't. He's going to try to come kill me because she's wanted. She, she's she's being hunted like all the other Jedi were um, in the following. You know, they're, they're an extinct breed. I mean, Mace Windu is dead. Yoda is dead. Um, well, let me tell you my time. Because I'm, I'm thinking something different. I get what you're saying, and I know they want to tie it in with that show, and I didn't watch that show. But but here are my thoughts about the whole Luke Skywalker thing and the timeline. People are getting bent up that it couldn't have, it, he couldn't have trained Grogu because it he didn't start his training program yet, and Ben would would be not even born yet they're right okay so my thing is is he's taking him somewhere to be trained
1: probably he's taking
0: yeah and it's not the jedi temple no because it doesn't exist it's gone exactly so it it's to another set of jedis or it's probably that shit ass island that we saw him in 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 in, uh no because (laughs) he hasn't gone into exile yet that whole thing where his temple gets, you know, burned down by Ben. And that hasn't happened yet. I know it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's in the yeah. future. That hasn't happened yet. And but it, there's this gap, this convenient gap that, that Baby Yoda fits into. Yeah. And, but that doesn't mean, what I think, what I think it means that Luke Skywalker showed up was that he was the most powerful Jedi in existence at that moment. Um, proof to, being he for. He forced crushed. What right? The, one two. of the two, and they both interacted with Baby Yoda. So yep. he's pretty he's pretty darn strong too. But you know, but for his size, and he hasn't had training yet, so he's developing. But um, you know, he forced crushed that robot, which was so fucking badass. That was and so, so fucking. And that's cool. kind of a dark side maneuver. So you know, he he knows that about himself at this point, you know, and he, I think, is going to take the baby Grogu to somewhere else, and there's either going to be another spinoff with him being trained, and him going through these trials, you know, because follow my theory, right, I'm sorry, this is taking so long to get out, it's a little bit involved, but George Lucas was really into Joseph Campbell, And if you know anything about Joseph Campbell, he was the person who gave us um, the reason we are who we are um, through mythology. And he tied all these things together, and he gave us uh, the brain of George Lucas, who pretty much embodied his mythology in Star Wars, that trilogy. I mean, when I was little, when I saw that, I just, I saw the depth in it. I was a weird kid, (laughs) but I loved it. And I, you know, and then I recently took a college course in mythology and, um, and I got to know more about Joseph Campbell's work. And so part of the hero's journey, which is something very common, it's a common plot in many, many stories, and we relate to it so well because it's often our journey. Right. Is that the hero gets separated from their father at a young age, and isn't reunited with their father until they go through this? uh span of time where they have a lot of trials and tribulations hercules is another story like that has that's same... like the most iconic one that i can think of uh, pretty right much now, yeah. anyway yeah yeah and um so grogu's gotten separated from his pseudo father mando mm-hmm. and now he's going to go through his trials and tribulations with a a, tr- a trainer or on his own we don't know yet yeah. But I'm thinking it's with a trainer and I'm thinking Luke Skywalker knows who to take him to, but it's not going to be Luke Skywalker. Like everybody thinks, no, I don't I'm just going to put that out there. He's, gonna, he's, he's too busy. doing other shit is the thing. Cause like there's, yeah. there's books and stuff where they, they describe what he's doing in between, you know, that, yeah. that gap of time. I don't necessarily think that in that gap of time, Um, But just the fact that he was the one who came and got him makes me think that, you know... Who else would it have been, though? Because, like, the thing is, is I knew that that Ahsoka Tano wasn't going to be the one to take him. Because she explains why. She explains why in that episode. She's like, I sense fear in him. Absolutely not. Because... She just watched Anakin basically go through that exact same fucking thing, killed a bunch of kids, went nuts, lost his arms and his legs, and ended up in a fucking walking tin can suit. So, like, she wasn't about to watch somebody go through that again. She's like, nope, I'm not gonna do it. Well, that didn't just happen. That happened, you know... Well, still, about thirty I mean, that years is a mark, you know. Right, <laughs> and you got to figure Luke Skywalker was about looked like he was about thirty ish. He was part way through his training because he was missing his hands. Oh, so. He looked a little CGI to me. That was just kind of it. Well, of course he was CGI, <laughs> but he definitely didn't look like he did on the island when he had his own training base there. On by the way, yeah. Did you see what Mark Hamill posted um, on Friday night on his Twitter? about sebastian stan no no he's oh. so cheeky he's fucking no i didn't see it oh it's so good um we had just watched the episode it was probably about i don't know ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night and uh my phone goes off mark campbell's tweeted and i was like oh cool what did he say And he goes so you guys see anything good on tv lately <laughs> i'm like you cheeky little bastard Mm -hmm. and and he pointed out he tweeted again and he said something along the lines of like the fact that no one knew i was involved with this show from the beginning is is a testament to the fact that you can work in a spoiler-free environment and that marvel and everybody else who has spoilers in their shows are fucking up on purpose (laughs) yeah i think that's true but you gotta figure marvel has a larger cast
1: that, yeah, they uh, really stars that do
0: other movies and things and you know shit and and, and they, they, they get invited onto like talk shows and stuff and the host yeah, is going to yeah. talk about like the movie that they're involved in at the moment but then eventually they're going to be like so uh Marvel stuff please now yes talk because <laughs> I mean how many times yeah. has Stephen Colbert had like you know one of the cast of the Avengers in like <laughs> well all know, it takes is Tom Holland or Mark Ruffalo that's it yeah, that's it. Your are well, Yeah, I, I nope. still not their interviews. Yeah, just, just don't. Just leave it. <laughs> well, next year we have a lot of Marvel to look forward to. So I'm not feeling like I'm going to miss Baby Yoda next year as I'm much as I normally thunder. would. I'm so excited. But, but, but at the end, when I kind of figured out that was going to be Luke Skywalker, when they started showing his hand and stuff, I was like, that's Luke Skywalker. You know, I was so happy. I was happy, but then when it came to him taking the baby, I was crying. I was like, "Oh no!" And then, and so then sad. It was like a happy sad. It was the oh, most twisted emotion I've ever experienced. I I lost it. I lost it when R two D two showed up. That's that's when me and Tyler both were like holding each other, going, "Oh my <laughs> fucking god! It's <laughs> the tin can baby!" <laughs> yeah. And he was talking with Grogu, their little interaction of the beeping, and I'm like, no, stop! <laughs> Please! He was telling him, you gotta go. Yeah, you come on. Come be still, trained. They had to bleep it all because he was swearing the whole damn time, but, you know. <laughs> so, how do you feel about the Boba Fett spinoff? I'm excited about that. Like, I'm there for that. Because I'm excited, yeah. I'm, I want to hear more about the uh, Fenix characters storyline right and, like what they're gonna do with Boba Fett's pirate operation you and, know and the fact like, that are like, they gonna run a bounty hunter thing out of there probably he, yeah know, of course probably. yeah that's gonna be Mandalore 2.0 right there and, but it's not just Isn't gonna it? I don't I don't think that he's gonna make it like exclusively like a Mandalorian thing I think he might be getting like other um yeah. like bounty hunters and stuff like that in that area but I think that I mean that's, like, the perfect setup is Tatooine, just set up in that, in that area, because yeah. where do, where do you go when you don't want to be seen, and you don't, you know, you want to hide? I can think of two places, Jakku and Tatooine, because there's nothing there. There's, yeah, except Mos Eisley's, we're going to see more of that, which yeah. is cool, because it reminds me of Olga's, and I can't wait to go back there. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> and i think i'll bra- i think i'll brave having a fuzzy tauntaun next time sorry i i really i really wanted to have one but you were like sarah don't do it just don't well do it. i was afraid you'd be allergic to it Should everybody I have been a drill? Quote, the people we were sitting with they were like well, i can't fill my lips and stuff and I'm yeah like, this isn't good <laughs> okay um let's see so let's talk before we talk about Christmas again let's talk about next year we We did a little bit of this in our grateful ex you know episode that was prior to thanksgiving I, so. I don't know I'm not sure i i our release dates got all messed up um so let's just talk a little bit about what's happened here for you that's caused us to have to rethink some things right um I guess I did have something extraordinarily insane happen uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I got a job. Yay! It happened. Hooray. Um, I kind of want to say that um, it's kind of extraordinary that it happened at all. I'm going to be honest. Um, it kind of felt yeah. like the stars aligned in just the right way at just the right time. And it just kind of fell into place. So to put this into perspective, um, about around August, I think, uh, my car needed new tires. Uh, It needed like an oil change. It needed all this tune-up work. So we got it all tuned up in August and she was raring to go. Beautiful. Um, I ended up getting um, some stuff uh, for for my production and over on Manny Queen Gaming just to kind of ease production there. Um, and then I ended up landing an interview and I was like, wow, okay, this is the first interview I've had in literally a year. Um, I don't want to mess this up. (laughs) Um, so I had this zoom interview, just like this. I had the lights, I had a background going, so you don't have to see a big green block behind me. Uh, it went well. They, they, they apparently liked me. They invited me down, uh, to their offices and, uh, they, they're very, very strict on COVID stuff. Uh, and, uh, I felt comfortable. I still feel comfortable in their offices and stuff. So, um, it's, it's not a remote thing. Um, and they were like, they showed me what the job was and then they offered it to me. And I was like, wow, really? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I, you know, yes, of course I'll, I'll take it. And, uh, I, I told, I've told mom, um, I told one of my coworkers as well, that the hardest part of the interview process was leaving the building to go home uh, that day. Because as I was leaving, all I wanted to do when I got outside that door was jump up and down and scream. Because uh, I have a spreadsheet that I started in May of 2019 um, that has all of the jobs that I've applied for, whether or not they've called me back, where they're located. Uh, if I've contacted them after I've applied, whether I've had an interview, did I get a follow-up. Like, it's all, all that information is in an enormous spreadsheet. Um, and I finally got to put in that spreadsheet, job get? Yes! (laughs) So, that felt really good, and I got my car, and, and I finally was like, okay, I don't think they can hear me, I don't think they can see me. I called my mom, I told her, and I'm in my car, and I'm crying, and I'm laughing, and I've got, you know, the little sun visor in your car? I have I have that in my hand and I'm thumping it as hard as I can on the roof of my car, <laughs> just screaming and going nuts and being really happy because like it's just what a weird what a weird thing to happen. The, the world world is having a pandemic. Like everybody's getting sick and stuff, and 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 you know, thousands of billions of people are unemployed and not able to work. And here I am, like having a job and, and I keep saying, and mom keeps pinching me. She pinched me this afternoon. She dropped some stuff off at my house, uh, because I keep saying things like, um, I, I feel like I either had, I, 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 I got over there. I had the, the interview in the office with, with, uh, with my employer and, and I left and I got into some sort of tragic car accident and I'm now in a coma and this is, like, the coma dream that I'm having. But in reality, I'm fucking just totally comatose and broken in a hospital bed someplace. And it's not real. And, like, this life that I'm living doesn't exist. And it's just, like, up here. It's not real. Um, it's real. Like, I'm I'm in my body. I'm not in a hospital bed. This is absolutely happening. But it still feels like it's not real. (laughs) It's nuts. It's, it's so bizarre and crazy. Well, you know, and I think part of that too was like, I think you were giving up and I didn't want you to give up. I didn't blame you for feeling that way, but I just was like, Sarah, please don't give up. I I wasn't, I really wasn't. I know it might've felt like it and that I was kind of like slowing down with, with everything, but the reason why it seemed that way was because there wasn't anything for me to apply for. Yeah. That there was, really, there really wasn't a lot of hope out there. No, but and it's, it's always, just, it's always at that last gasp that that something happens. Yeah, and it just, it was, it was so yeah. weirdly bizarre. And I've read enough books to know that uh, you know, at the darkest hour, shines the brightest star, kind of thing. You know, and in, I hate to bring this up because I feel like I talk about it a lot, but in Lord of the Rings, um, <laughs> in the books, like I said, I talk about it a lot in the books. Um, there's a moment where uh, they're in Mordor and Frodo's all fucked up, and they're yeah. taking a break, and Sam looks up into the sky, and as the clouds part, he sees a single shining star among all this ruin and terrible Mordor shit, and he's like, "There's hope still." So that's what it reminds me of, um, and and I think that that's a perfect metaphor for 2020. Fuck this year, man. It sucks so bad. Golly. But there's still good happening and there's still good people. And, you know, if you're you're open to receive it, you will. And don't give up. And I want to say that to everybody else who's laid off, unemployed or whatever. Um, You know, think outside the box and don't give up because... Or you could be like me. And be so stubborn and single-minded that nothing else matters except what you want, right? And eventually you get it. (laughs) It'll feel for it'll feel horrible for Sarah. It'll feel horrible. It feels fucking awful and fruitless and bleak and and just it feels like nothing you do matters. And you're screaming into this cavernous black void, and there's nothing in it until there is, and you have nothing. to to blame for that one thing, but yourself. It's like, uh, aha, you screamed for long enough and somebody heard you. Yeah. And so I screamed uselessly into the void for what felt like forever. And finally something decided to yell back. The void always yields. I mean, that's where- Eventually. Yes. (laughs) But you do have to have no doubt there are some conditions. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt doubt and a singular focus. And And, and no hesitation either no hesitation yes. and you have to be willing. no fear yes you, you yeah. have to be willing full force. to
1: force it's yeah, kind of
0: like there's a brick wall in front of you you have to run full force into it yeah, yeah. a lot a lot your face is gonna hurt everything is just gonna hurt for a while Pretty much for a um, while but, but <laughs> you, get, you get so um you get to the point where you don't care what the outcome is because you know it's gonna happen yeah you just yeah, know that's, it that's what it felt like. The other thing, too, is that, like, you know, I, I wasn't just fruitlessly yelling into this void. I was also working on stuff. I did sit still and listen right. you. I was over right. um, on my other channel, Mandy Queen Gaming, putting out stuff. Uh, and I was, I was working on just tons of projects all at once to keep myself busy so I didn't have to think about the fact that what I was doing, hopelessly screaming into this, you know, yeah. blank void and hoping to God someone heard me, I would fill that time with anything, anything else. Reading books, editing videos, making content with you, making content for myself, making content with my friends, playing video games with my friends and not making content out of it, you know, enjoying, you know, Friendsgiving over, over PlayStation in Minecraft, which is something that we did. And like, you know, it's, we just, like, that was, yeah. And it just, just anything, anything to fill the time that isn't you thinking about your current situation, because the more that you think about it, well, the more you don't want to be in it in a way that makes you feel like what you're doing isn't worth your time, which it yeah. is. It's totally worth your time. You just it's have totally to... worth your time. And, 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 and we can talk a little bit about what's paid off, um, uh, vertically for sit still and listen. We've now got a YouTube channel with subscribers. Um, that was something we have, that... We have, yeah, we that, have the chance to partner with other people. That wasn't necessarily a, anything that we were thinking of when we first started. Or, trying, or trying to do. We, yeah. weren't, we weren't trying to do that at all. You guys who are subscribed to us, I mean, I, I have no doubt in my mind that eventually you probably would have heard of a podcast if you are a connoisseur of podcasts. Eventually, perhaps it might have, you know, orbited in your sphere. But... YouTube as a platform is a lot bigger than, you know, multiple little other platforms like Spotify and and iHeartRadio and Stitcher and, you know, all of these other platforms, which we are also a part of. Right. But we weren't a part of YouTube. And we do have uh, massive distribution through both. And And we have international um, listeners. They're not necessarily uh, subscribers to this channel, but they're listeners over, like I said, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, there are yep. subscribers over there on those channels. No, on those channels, yeah. So, I mean... So, you know, thank you for following us and yeah. listening to us this year. And next year is going to be even better. We're going to do some different things next year. Um, of course, our format has constantly shifted, but then gravitated back to this kind of an episode where we just talk, <laughs> which <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be that too. But, right, you know, I would like to do a little bit um more interacting with other people and maybe interviewing. Yeah. And doing some themed things. Yeah. I really liked the last few months where we did some themes. That was cool. Yeah. We are of course going to continue to do box openings yeah. as we find interesting boxes to open. I'd like to um uh if twenty twenty one goes in the direction that I <laughs> that my brightest hope has, I wanna do a podcast in a place. Like, yeah, I, I don't... Exactly. I don't want to... Well, n- that that sounds broad and vague. I apologize. I want a podcast from Disneyland. Well, that would be awesome. I want to set up a pot I want to bring my computer. I want to bring the mic. We sit in Disneyland. We go to the Carnation Cafe or some shit. We just set up our stuff and just start bullshitting. Just start talking while we're in Disneyland. Yeah, um, people do that. Let's yeah. just do that. Let's just sit on, on Main Street. It and- will be so... When Disneyland opens, I agree. And it's um, safe to go. It's when it opens and it is safe to go, Pre- preferably right. when the both of us have been vaccinated, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably when I'll be able to travel again because yeah. I'm around people who are very um, immune compromised. So. Oh, my! Oh my! And um, anyway, what else was... Oh, I was going to mention your gaming channel. Oh. So we beefed up Sarah's Gaming Channel's website, which yeah. is mannequin, Mani m a n i q u i n n ncom linked below here. There you are. It's all yours. It will also be in the, the uh, description, clickable link. Yeah, so um, that's now... Getting quite a bit of traffic and ranking on Google, so I'm sure um, her gaming channel has also gained followers. Welcome everybody who is new. Hello. Yeah. And (laughs) her content has exploded. I don't think she's going to be able to produce that much content next year with a job as well. But you never know. You never watch me. (laughs) (laughs) She might. She might just do it. I am strong like mountain. Watch me. <laughs> There's a lot of video editing going on down there. Oh, my God. Apartment. All day today. Lasts like 12 hours. Yeah. My eyes hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I, I, I'm keeping myself open because I, I want to travel. The minute that starts to get open and we're able to do that, you know, I have a long list. You have grand designs. Yes, I guess so you got. Okay, back to Christmas. Let's Christmas. Let's, let's finish this episode off about Christmas. I'm working on some gifts that I would like to give all of our viewers who oh. watch this episode to this point. Oh, right. okay. So a special few. Yes, there are a special few out there who do. If you would like one of my design stickers, and maybe Sarah will contribute some of her stickers. She has I, do stickers stickers. Her. I do have stickers. I do have stickers for are, patrons. Sorry. These are special. Uh, you don't have to be a patron to get no. these stickers. This is just for this episode, and it, they'll be available through January 15th. I'll be mailing them on January 15th. So you need to send me an email at Beth at BethCornell.com, linked in the description, and give me your address, and you will get this special sticker for the Sit Still and Listen channel, and also and Gaming channel. Yep, icon sticker. Yep. So my little gaming icon sticker—it's about this big. That's kind of a Christmas gift we're giving to all our listeners, and you can put it on, you know, whatever you want, your car. Yeah, your car. uh, You got a hydro flask? Your laptop. Slap it on there. Your hydro flask. Yep, whatever. You got a little desk thing that's covered in stickers like I do? Slap it on there. (laughs) It'll be a beautiful addition to Hmm. whatever you stick it to. Anyway, so Sarah had some things to talk about. Hmm. I think we should start with... um, our holiday traditions. I think that that is a splendid place to start. The Cornell family holiday traditions. Yes. Um, uh, We have a couple. It might not feel like it, but we definitely have a couple. Um, So we are a military family, and because of that, uh, our holidays don't typically look like everybody else's holidays. Uh, Sometimes that means Uh, we're having to celebrate holidays without somebody in the house because they were deployed they're out on a business trip something like that Um, other times it is celebrating it in July um, which is something that we've had to do (laughs) so we actually had we had Christmas in July when I was a kid that was that was something that we did we also we also had Hanukkah one year but we had Hanukkah one year yeah Sarah was very interested in lamb chop and they were and, uh, yeah, that's a Jewish. Sherry style. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were celebrating Hanukkah, so we celebrated Hanukkah that year. Yeah, something I wanted to do. I, I remember that. Um, yeah, and then later in life, uh, she got a cat named Jack, and we found out Jack was Jewish, so we continued to <laughs> gave him a cat toy that was in the shape of a dreidel, and he played with it. That right. is the long and short of that story. You can give yeah. the current cat a piece of balled up paper and she will be so happy with you. (laughs) Right. Or, or, or cellophane either way. Yeah. So we've continued to keep Hanukkah in our hearts as well throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah. Just something that we we've done. Um, uh, We, we watch uh, a gambit of movies uh, starting at Christmas Eve and well into Christmas. Um, And the top three that I can think of is the original uh, 1960s version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated one, um, Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Die Hard. Those are our Christmas movies of choice that I see, that, that I seem to always rewatch around this time, um. Yeah, last year was unique in that we got to watch with Tyler. We got yes. to watch Die Hard with Tyler. So, um, Uh, Last year's Christmas was really special in that Tyler actually had the time off to be um, like, to actually like celebrate Christmas properly. Um, Usually he's either on call for work or he's at work. um, But last year he wasn't. And uh, we went to his family's house and we celebrated Christmas. Super fun. Uh, We went to uh, your house um, on Christmas Eve uh, because in our house, one of our traditions is to basically watch Christmas movies all day long, and then right around like 9, 10 o'clock at night, we end up opening up all the gifts. So that way, we can play with all of the new toys, all the new video games, all the new yeah. everything yeah. on Christmas Day. We don't have to waste time opening them on Christmas Day because they're already open. So <laughs> that that there is one of our traditions. Um, I don't know when that started, honestly. Um it started when uh, Tim and I were too tired to get up at six a.m. That's fair. <laughs> and you were a little older and less believing in Santa, right? Um, probably preteenish, like maybe nine or ten. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but th- when that's... you were really little, we would get up really super early with you. You would get up like before the crack of dawn and be open and everything, and we'd try to get up and take pictures. I go to nine bed. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, you were completely naked, so those pictures never got distributed. Thank you <laughs> We'd have Thank to you. take more we'd have to take more pictures of you later with the gifts were already open. but as you got older, we decided to do it the evening before, right and then sleep in and you could get up or stay up all night with your toys, which you yeah. tended to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just an easier way of doing it, I guess. And, and that was, so he ended up much easier, much Much easier. easier. Fucking easy. We ended up going, um, he ended up coming over to the house and, and celebrating Christmas for the first time since the both of us were in high school together. Yeah. Um, and, and it was really special. It was something that I, I didn't realize that I missed, uh, until I had it. And then immediately had it ripped away again just a few months later because of COVID. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously we're not going to be able to celebrate it with you guys in the same sense. Because I can, I can, well, show, I can show pictures of us, all of us. It's me, you, Dad, Tyler, Reggie, yeah. Ryan, all of us in the house. And yeah. Tyler was sitting on the couch. I fell asleep on him at one point. Uh, he rented Die Hard because Dad had a version of it that had all of the swear words bleeped for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 dad and tyler collectively were like fuck this we're not watching die hard without hearing yippee ki yay motherfucker and having it bleeped so yeah. um uh tyler uh got into the amazon prime account on our end and and rented the movie uh and we watched it it was fantastic of course it is um and we watched the jim carrey Grinch, we watched the nineteen sixties Grinch, we watched uh the Rudolph the Red News Reindeer, the little claymation one, and the uh the one with the wizard, because that's my favorite because I like wizards. Um and and we, we all opened gifts with each other, which was awesome. It was so special. Yeah. And that winner that was Mr. Winter or whatever. That wasn't a wizard. He's a wizard. He looks like a wizard, but he's Mr. Wintertime time or something. He's a wizard. <laughs> Okay, he's a wizard. He's got the robe and the beard and the hat.
1: He does a, look like
0: a wizard. It is a yeah. sleeping cap, but he definitely looks like a wizard. Anyway, um they that, that was really special and like I was really looking forward to having that opportunity of doing that again potentially this year. Yeah. But 2020 just seems happen. to be <laughs> no, fuck no. 2020 just seems to be a perpetual dumpster fire and however we will we will get together i i granted there aren't a lot of gifts to go around because 2020 is a dumpster fire it's fine we didn't buy buy a lot of gifts and the things i gave weren't things i could wrap up anyway so but we might get together on zoom like i said and just all enjoy each each other's company have another kahoot session or maybe i'll think up a different game for christmas in the tail on the reindeer or something i don't know <laughs> i gotta see what i can come up with right right yeah so that that was you know that was really special um but one of our one of our traditions is to open up all the gifts um on christmas eve like the night of christmas eve so that way on christmas you can uh, play with all your toys all day or play with all your toys all night long and then into the next day yeah um, yeah uh over at tyler's house they very much have the tradition of like, wake up at the ass crack of dawn and open all the gifts at, like, five o'clock in the morning, um, which is absurd, which, like, why, (laughs) why it's so early, (laughs) I'm too old to get up that early. (laughs) The older you you get, the more you don't want to deal with Santa Claus in the morning. You want to do it at night, you know, Uh, but the kids have to, the kids have to be on board with that, you know. Yeah, now that they're, now that they're a little bit older. Yeah, Ruth Anne and Reggie with Reggie. She wanted to believe in Santa Claus a long time because she felt like if she stopped believing in Santa Claus, she wouldn't get anything. So Aww. she struck she struck <laughs> us along for at least two more years past believing. Wow. Oh <laughs> We um with with Tyler's family, they have four little girls and uh uh some of them are of high school age now, so they don't they don't do it anymore with like the whole waking up early type of thing. Um, so that was, that was nice. We didn't have to be there super early and, um, we ended up being able to come home and rest for a little bit here and kind of do our Christmas because we had gifts for each other. We had gifts for our friends. Um, we, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So last Christmas was really special too, because right after Christmas, um, on the 26th, we left for Disneyland, and we stayed at Disneyland through Reggie's birthday, in yep. almost to New Year's Eve. I think we left on the 30th. Yeah, we so did. we were there three or four days, and we had um, stayed at the Paradise Pier concierge level. Yeah, it was really, could, really nice. We could go in the uh, lounge and have Free snacks. alcoholic beverages, free snacks, free yep. just pretty, pretty much, much everything, really. And the ladies in there helped us out with Reggie's birthday. We had no reservations. It was kind of a spur-of-the-moment trip We that I really was on the fence and discussed it with Reggie's mom about t- taking it, because I'm like, well, that's a lot of money. You know, we could go on a cruise for that much money. And she was like, eh, you know, you're right. But then I was like, ah, oh, let's just do it, because we can yeah and when was the you know uh, my argument she talked about it with me as well because i was going she you know my argument was when was the last time we've been to disneyland at christmas time and it was it was two years prior yeah that's a long time though two years is ah, two years isn't that long and i i know how busy the park is too Yeah, of course that the the park is hopping at christmas time but and you guys love to ride so I didn't feel like we would get our money's worth out of it. But then I was, like, I was like, well, if, if you throw in the concierge level, I'm going to get my money's worth out of it because I'm going to be in there drinking. <laughs> I, I I think we did get our money's worth. And to think that that was going to be our last Disney trip for a year, a whole year. It'll be a year in just a few days. Yeah. It, and, and that's, that's be, for us it'll be closed over a year they, they're talking about it being closed over a year like it might be summertime or later before it gets open again i believe it i absolutely believe it so you wanted to talk about strange traditions around the world yes yes i did uh i'll start i'll start uh where i always want to start uh in japan and it's that is a fantastic place to start. So did you know in Japan on Christmas day, they eat KFC? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> they do. Yes. How bizarre. So but they uh, do a lot of, they do a lot of weird things. So well, the reason, the reason why it's, it's a misconception about Americans. So they had a couple of advertisements, um, Back in like the 60s and 70s basically that were like you know americans eat kfc on christmas and they just were like oh okay cool we'll eat kfc on christmas so um uh basically the um uh you can actually reserve seats at kfc for christmas day and you can eat inside of a kfc oh that's nice oh really yeah, you can. You can you like it's you like it's like a special meal. Yes. Well it's it's just it's KFC. It's just it's just well, KFC. But, but it's like <laughs> it's like Christmas KFC. It's like a special They they Christmas do have KFC. like special KFC Christmas branded stuff. They uh-huh. dress they dress up uh, Colonel Sanders as Santa Claus, which oh, I neat. Will, which I will provide an image, of course, because it's fantastic. Um and and they 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 celebrate they, they they just, I don't know, it's just Christmas at KFC. And I just think that one of the coolest things that you, <laughs> I really want to go to Japan during Christmas and have Christmas KFC. I really do. That is something that I think. You know, I think visiting Japan in the winter would be beautiful and better in some ways. <laughs> I mean, sure, you're going to need boots and a coat because you're going to walk a lot outside. However, um, you're not going to nearly die from the humidity or the heat. <laughs> no, you'll die of the cold instead, because it does snow there. You have to keep that in mind. Right. <laughs> I, I'm ga- I'm game for that. <laughs>
1: yeah. You, you know, one some- of
0: the one of the best traditions that I experienced overseas was um the Kris Kringle markets that they have in Germany. I I wanna and I wanna experience those one day. I really do. We will. They're not having them this year. They canceled them. So good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean,
0: they're very reasonable. The people of, of Germany will comply with that. There are, there is a small segment of their population that's railing against masking and, you know, same here. I mean, I think that's true of every nation. I thought it was just us at first, but now I realize that there's a segment of every population that is just Totally against this, and even I saw some pictures from the pandemic that happened in what what was it, 1918? oh the Spanish flu. Yes. Yes. 1918. That there were anti-maskers at at that time too. I I like to I like to uh, I like to always reference the fact that basically when cars were invented. Uh, they didn't have seatbelts, and when seatbelts were implemented and they were forcing everybody to wear seatbelts, there was a good portion of the population that didn't want to wear seatbelts. So, well, I just yeah. think that it's just going to be the way it fucking is, and they either win the Darwin Award or they don't. So, I just, yeah, I, I really think that y- you either wear a mask, you man up, you suck it up, you wear a mask, or you win the Darwin Award. Take your pick. Because, that's essentially well, what. That's essentially what you're doing. You're becoming an evolutionary chomping bit, if you don't wear one. Tr- true enough. <laughs> However, there will be some people who don't get it. Right here. Who, who maybe are immune to it, or maybe just are lucky. I, I think I've got some insane kind of luck. I don't think I'm immune to it in any sense. You of have art. Cornell. You have Cornell luck. You, I've told you, you had it.
1: Yeah, and-, and, that, and
0: Maybe you believe me now. Maybe. Yeah, and it would be the ultimate bout of Cornell luck that I am indeed immune to it while I watch my friends and loved ones die slowly of COVID right in front of me. And I don't yeah. think I'm exaggerating when I fucking say that. <laughs> it's it's bad, but not bad enough to kill you. That's yeah. Cornell luck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so good. Hooray. Yay me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so- I don't know. So so back back to that Germany thing. They believe that Santa, actually, no, this is uh, Netherlands, believes that Santa comes from Africa in a boat with toys and coal for children. Right. And he um, looks like our Santa, except he's black. He's from Africa. And he's in a boat that is not seaworthy for the ocean that he needs to cross to get oh. there, the Netherlands, because like he has to come up through yeah, the like Mediterranean the and it, stuff. Yeah. And then through the, you know, the, the channel between Britain and and um, Europe. And then he has to like cross the North sea. And the magic <sighs> in, part is, is he's Rotterdam? doing it all. Rotterdam. Yeah. Oxy. In a okay. tiny, in a tiny boat with a paddle pretty much. And I'm I can t- dig it. Pull it twice. So that's, that was kind of weird when we found that out. I can Drink dig it. it. My Dutch sister-in-law. Uh, in the same vein of, of European weirdness, um, if my computer will uh, agree with me here. Let me scroll down and find it. Here we go. So in the Ukraine, uh, they decorate with spiders and spider webs. Well, that's kind of different, right? So the reason why is there is a tale of a poor old woman who can't afford to decorate her tree. And uh, essentially, the the idea is, is that like back, you can still do this today where like you go to a tree farm and you get one of the employees to cut down the tree and you bring the tree home. And occasionally you'll bring the tree home and there'll be a spider in it. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's what happened. This old woman goes out, she cuts down a tree, she brings it into her house, but she doesn't have anything to decorate it with, so it's just kind of like this plain old tree. Well, little did she know that there was a spider in the tree, and it cobwebbed up her whole tree. And in the morning, when she came downstairs, the sunlight hit the tree and turned the tree in, like, all the webs and stuff that was on it turned into tinsel and lights and all that stuff. Oh! And voila, Christmas! So... That's that. their, tra- their tradition is they buy like the little fake plastic spiders and little fake cobwebby things and cobwebs up there. So, oh. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I was like that's awesome. <laughs> that pretty. that is pretty cool. I like that. Um, and uh, one more for the, for the European ones in, in Scandinavia, they have a goat. Oh they have a goat, they have a Christmas goat. I will put a picture of it here. This is the goat. This goat. Bless him. Um, <laughs> some of you might already know about this goat, and if you do, I'm so sorry, but I can't get over this goat. I've I heard about it in 2015, and I, I have been following it ever since because I've been so interested on whether or not it burns down. Okay, so oh, that goat. Now yes! I know who you're talking yes! about. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love this goat so much. So I always root for I always root for the people who burn it down because I think it's really funny. I obviously know that the tradition is they build this goat every year and it's supposed to stay up because it's like a fixture of christmas and new year right but every year they have like arsonists who come and try to like burn it down in like the middle of the night after it gets built and like for basically from when it's built until the new year people try to burn it down that's not the tradition. Don't burn down the fucking goat. You will get arrested and charged with arson in Sweden. Just don't do it. <laughs> but but I found the Wikipedia page for it, and it's been a while. It's been since 2016 since I've looked at it. And I don't know if you have been like as avid a looker on this thing as I have, but oh my dear God, some weird shit has happened. <laughs> okay. So in, in 2010, apparently, starting, there at this point, I should mention, there are two goats. There's one that um, is called uh, the Natural Science Club goat, which is like a local, like, um, it's a bunch of high schoolers who come out and build it. And then there's another one that's called, um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, there's the natural science goat and then there's another one. I can't remember the name of what the other one is, like the organization that builds it, but there's two of them. But apparently, um, December 2nd, 2010, arsonists made an unsuccessful, uh, unsuccessful attempt to burn the natural science club's goat. On December 17th, a Swedish news site reported that one of the guards tasked with protecting the Southern Merchants goat, ah, Southern Merchants, that's the name of the other goat, uh, he'd been offered a payment to leave his post, right? So that the goat could be stolen via helicopter and transported to Stockholm. What? Wow. <laughs> what? Um, so the most recent one um, of, is from uh, 2019, which is, which is one that uh, I, uh, I haven't looked at yet. So I'm excited about this. Um, apparently, they had double fencing, 24 hours CCTV, two wow. controls around the goat frequently, and 24 hours a day, along with a canine unit to protect a goat made out of sticks. Nice. Okay. Nice. Oh my God. Why go through so much trouble? Just stop building the goat. Like, I know it's a tradition, but oh my <laughs> dear Lord, if it's taking that much to protect it against arsonists. Uh, The goat was inaugurated on December 1st. Uh, On December 13th, fire crews responded to a call that the little goat was burning, only to discover it was, in fact, a miniature Yule goat somebody had brought and torched at the scene. Uh, The Natural Science Club goat was burned, but not destroyed in the early hours of the 27th of December. A suspect was taken into custody. This is the first time ever that the goat survived more than two years in a row. pretty, pretty much every other year, this fucker burns down to the ground. And I just think it's so funny. I am so sorry if it's not funny for our Scandinavian Swedish viewers. And I hope that I'm not offending anybody that I think it's funny when the goat burns down. But I just think that the effort that someone has to go through to burn this goat down they have to get through fencing, guards, canine units, and CCTV cameras just to try and burn this thing down is absolutely hilarious to me, <laughs> and I really want them to make, like, a Bourne-style, like, movie based on it, because I think it Burned would be- a Goat. Yeah, like a, like a die-hard kind of movie, and it's, like, Christmas-themed, you know what I mean? Like, I think that would be really, really funny. The Burnt Goat Identity. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. I like that. Um, So in in 2020, uh the GOAT was inaugurated on the 29th, but due to COVID, the inauguration was digital. So I don't know what that looks like, but if we have any Mm. Swedish, Scandinavian viewers who would like to link me a video of that, I would be forever in your debt. You can leave it in the comments. I I read every single one of them. So please, I need to see that. And the public has been advised not to gather around the goat and there was no traditional celebration because typically when they inaugurate the goat, it's just like a big party. There's like food and drinks and like carnival rides and stuff like that. Um, So it's kind of down low because of COVID, but that might lay the goat a little more vulnerable to torching. I know, I know. And like, it's like a game. It's like a game. Yeah. It's like, you know, who gets to, you know, is it going to survive another year or is it going to be burned to the ground? Um, yeah, so it, you know, we'd like to hear if you have anything as strange or stranger than this goat thing in your own family's traditions or in some other culture's traditions. Yeah, is it, uh, do you guys, Um. I know Maybe- that... Leave us a message. We we have have a couple ways to reach us. Sarah will leave the ways to reach us in the comment section below. You can um, you can leave us a comment about your weird your weird traditions. Like I said, I read every single comment, Um, and uh, you can also linked in the description is our Google phone number. Um, Like yes, please please call us. We 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 will and we don't we don't answer directly but you will be able to leave us a detailed message yes yes you will and we so, we listen to every single one of them whether they're a wrong number or not yep and and <laughs> and if you if if, and, if you if you do call we will feature your call uh on our on our channel if if it's if it's particularly good uh yeah. so then so in the next episode uh if you leave us your strange uh christmas Uh, stories new year's stories too even because it'll be 2021 the next time you see us and if you'd like to be a guest in 2021 we'd love to hear from you and why you would want to come on and talk to two generations that are separated by 27 years yeah absolutely Um, especially if it's part of like a cause like i think that 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 oh yeah definitely spectacular we can get more more eyes on your cause i think that, that would be great So Yeah, let us know. So so 2021 is going to be more viewer centric and more, uh, hopefully, more fun. (laughs) Yeah, more fun. We need more fun. More Christmas. I don't have any more Christmassy backgrounds. (laughs) You have like a whole slew. I think you've changed just like twice now. Three times, actually, but this one here is my last one, and it's really cold, and I would like to go put a jacket on, so... Yeah, go put a jacket on. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. As always, please wear a mask, wash your hands. We love you. Be safe. And okay? don't don't visit your relatives this year. Um, go virtual, if you can. Yep, please. Or just call using the old ring-a-ring, ring-a-ding-ding a phone that's fine to forget the word for phone (laughs) well i want people to know they can call landline too you know you can't i want people to know that if you have a a landline and your your uh, family has a cell phone that they connect so like if you have and i'm talking about my own mother an ancient landline on the wall with a giant you know 50 foot She does body. have that in her house. It's she all really twisted does. up. <laughs> you can pick that up and call me on my cell phone. It works. They connect. But I'm glad that, Mother, you got a cell phone that's 21st century. And you Zoomed in your 21st century. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you, too. I was really surprised to see you there, Gran. I was really surprised. A happy surprise. It was really good to see you. So if my grandma is watching this, I love you. Thank you for my Christmas card. Thank you. Yes, thank you for ours, too. And with that, we'll say goodbye, 2020. Goodbye, 2020, you absolute dumpster fire of a year. <laughs> don't, don't let the door hit you in the ass, and we'll see you in 2021. Don't Bye. let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> goodbye, everybody.